right, let me hit this. Now, oh, hold on, that's not doing it right. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, Juan? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. Everybody calm down! This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Announcing the sale of the Baltimore Orioles. This is not a test, but a special emergency episode of Section 336. The Angelus family is selling the Orioles, and we must talk about it now. All right, welcome to this emergency pod of Section 336. I'm Matt Sroka, joined by Josh. Josh, Hi. where were you? First of all, nice intro. I, I think that intro has been sitting over here on the soundboard for like two years, ten years, however long. Yeah, and it's, yeah, and the rumors turned out to be true. Um, I, where were you the moment you found out that your life will forever be changed? Uh, the are selling. You know, I was. I was. What was I doing yesterday? I was spending time with family, hanging out. I was not on the internet, and then I got text messages uh, from you and dad. Saying uh, with the office clip, it's happening and all that. Yeah. And without any knowledge of what was happening, you guys didn't say that in the text message, but I just instantly knew. It's like, what else could it be? So yeah. I, I went over to Twitter to confirm. And I mean, it's it's not the emergency episode I thought we'd be doing this week. I was hoping for maybe a pitcher emergency episode. Yeah. But in many ways, long term, this is a better emergency announcement to do. Oh, my gosh. Better by a million times than any signing the world's could. A lot, more, a lot more hope for the future. A lot more hope on extensions for Adley and Gunner and Holiday today than I had yesterday. Yep. Now, we don't know. Uh we know the sales going the sales going through. We know the sales going through. We know it's 30 to 40% to start. Yep. And then extends when Peter passes. Yep, for tax purposes. We know we know that all the teams have to approve it, but there's no reason they won't. They all hate Angelos. Right. So and he has control, even at the 40%. He has kind of saying control once it's approved by Major League Baseball. Yes, yes. Until, yes. The new uh, group has control once baseball approves it, which they're saying would happen by all-star break. Yes. So that's um, all that's all huge news. And Cal Ripken owns two percent. Is that the percentage too? Yeah, two. Which is yeah, or two something, but which I thought I was like at first I was like, oh, that's a tiny percent. But then I keep thinking about the Dodgers in this move because the Dodgers were a private equity group. The Dodgers yeah. spend all this money, but I always think of Magic Johnson. So I looked up how much Magic Johnson owns of the Dodgers. Because we talk all the time about Magic Johnson being an owner of the Dodgers. Right. What is he owing? 10, 15, 20%? 2.3%. Okay. The Cal Ripken so, share. So he's, he owns the Cal Ripken share. It's the yeah. same thing, which, which in my mind makes me compare even more to the Dodgers. Um, so it brings me even more hope because we've all seen the money the Dodgers spend. Yeah. Even the before Dodgers this is a bigger market. 
Yeah, don't, don't get everyone's hopes up. We're not. No, but no, there's no Otani. Yeah, but Adley, Gunner, Holiday, all that suddenly becomes within reach. We think. We, we don't know. I mean, we, we haven't know, heard. We don't know anything. Anything from the new ownership group? We know it's not worse. Yeah. There's two guys. There's Rubenstein, and I don't know. I don't know the other guy, Algaretti or something. I don't know. Yeah, Algaretti. Those are the two main guys. Yeah, I, uh, I, he's uh, owns a bunch of properties. Uh, Rubenstein guy is a a a Baltimore guy. Yes. We assume, like I saw Craig Contra, maybe is his name, out there was critical because he said, you know, these he, these are equity guys, pri- pri- private equity guys. They're yeah. known for coming in, slashing, only caring about the bottom line. Except not about winning, he was raising some red flags, right? Which is but, his prerogative. But where but he, do we did he yeah. did he bring up examples? Because when I think of private equity come in, I think of the Mets, I think of the Dodgers. Did he bring up any? Was Cohen a private equity guy too? I didn't know that. I don't know. Okay. Um, but uh, I, did he bring any negative examples of private equity owned in baseball teams? No, I think he's talking more about what they do outside of of, of owning baseball teams. In their business practices yeah and i think and that's where i would say yes but i think i think but baseball is kind of it's a rich man's hobby i guess right. and, I'm just gonna say. And, and that's what you hope because you have to make um i i think there's a distinction here between are you here and you care the most about your bottom line or as an owner do you care the most about winning and i feel like there was a time where the majority of owners cared the most about winning Maybe that's me being nostalgic and thinking better of past owners, um, where it seems like now a lot of owners care about the bottom line and are they making a profit. Um, Angela certainly, I think, okay. was concerned with, is he making a profit? So, But the assumption here, I think, is that this is going to be kind of a toy, a hobby, yes. that they're in it to win as opposed to the bottom line. Like maybe there's some other avenues they could have gone for money. But if you do something like this... Uh, hopefully you you just want to win and spend some money to to make a winner. Yeah, so it says more than more than a third of US sports teams are tied to a private equity. Yeah. But Major League Baseball was the first organization in 2019 to allow a private equity group to just straight up buy a team. Okay. So uh, it's Yeah. And if you want to find criticisms of these ownership group i'm sure they're out there and i i can't disagree with some of the criticisms but whatever we're getting i have no doubt in my mind it's a million times better <laughs> than what we had yes and so i cannot i cannot envision a a a future i don't know if it's going to happen this off season it might take a while right for all the gears well, to get in motion but i can't yeah. imagine orioles five ten years being in worse hands now than if it was the Angelos. And I don't know how aggressive they'll be in the free agent market. Um, the only thing I also worry about is the one good thing about John Angelos is with Michael Elias, he's very hands-off, which is a good thing, right? We want our right. owners to be hands-off. So you don't want them to be too involved. You want, hopefully, they appreciate what Michael Elias has done and let him continue to do his thing, but then just give him, you know, a larger budget to do his thing. Right. Um yeah, there's, it's not going to affect anything this year except more hope for the future. All it does is bring hope. It's not we're not going to suddenly sign a big pitcher. You don't think so? Because of it. they they could, right? No, because Angelos is still in control until this all gets signed off in July, which is next week, I think. No, they said by like 
All Star break or whatever. No, I think the owners meet next week, and I think they can sign off on the forty percent at least. And okay. then I think they can. Start I guess they could. They wanted to. I'm um, not gonna say they are. Like it might take a while to get their books in line and, and to, for them to set up a plan. Like, yeah, they, they don't think, need to do something this off season. And I think it might be smart at this point just to wait. You but, think? The, do you think these guys have already talked to Michael Elias? Yeah, I mean, we know months ago he was having conversations with John Angelos, right? Right. Right. And we and, know that John Angelos lied to the state of Maryland by saying he wasn't going to sell the team. Lied right to their face and yes. said, I am not selling the team. A month later, turns around and sells the team. Well, and even, and when, no he one's surprised the team, by even when he sells the team, the state of Maryland finds out from reporters. He doesn't call them and say, hey, I'm, mm. I've sold the team. So grimy. Um, I, and I also wonder, Josh, you know, when the Washington Commanders got sold recently and new ownership came in last year. They like took out an ad in the Washington Post. They like made a big kind of fanfare about it um, to try to kind of. Now we don't need like I think part of what they were doing is trying to get the fans back. The fans right. have already come back. Right. You don't need to win over Oral fans. We're, we're there. We're on for it. We're on there with bad ownership or good ownership. Um, but I, I do wonder how uh, public uh, and I, kind of what he's going to do. Um, I am prepared to give Dave Rubenstein this other guy and Cal Ripken Jr. a standing ovation on opening day. Even at, before they've done anything. Yes. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Just Correct. The team. Just if the I team. I am okay with David Rubenstein Stein doing this because I would. If I bought a baseball team that first opening day, I would be running down the orange carpet. So I would be okay if he wants to run down the orange carpet and we give him a standing ovation. Yeah, I, get, I mean, and I think the Cal Ripken thing is, on the one hand, it's 2%, but it's symbolic, right? Like, it's a symbol, yeah. yeah it's totally it, a symbol. And it's a symbol that I care about. I think most Warrior fans care about. Yeah, I trust Cal Ripken. I mean, it's it's silly, but yeah, I trust Cal Ripken. I feel like Cal Ripken, the Ripken family is so tied to the Baltimore Orioles that when the Ripken family's not really around because of the Angelos family, and they're not very involved. I don't like that. So if Rip, if Cal can now be more the face and more out there, and even if it's just symbolic, it's that it's still enough to get me excited. Yeah, it feels like we're in more trustworthy hands. I mean, the Iron Man's hands, right, Mister Mister? Show up every day for work and right. bring good hands here. You can count on them. Yeah, I feel like we're in good hands, and certainly um, Cal Ripken would not let this team go down the crapper. He would not let this team get all cheap. Like he, he wants to win as much as anybody I would imagine. I would think so. Yes. Um, so yeah. So all around good vibes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and Masson is included in the sale. So I right, don't, right, right. I hold out hope that that means they got to renegotiate and stuff and TV rights and all that, that maybe will open up streaming possibilities and things uh, in better handling. But either way, Masson's a crappy channel too. So get that new ownership also. Yeah, There's, fix that thing. We've talked so many times Kevin about Brown a raise. We've talked so many times about things we would do differently if we had a TV station dedicated to our baseball team. Yeah. So all right. that's well, all good. I have a meeting at a rent to. We're gonna unpack this more on Monday's episode. I know. This is just an emergency. Fifteen minutes or so to yeah. or twelve minutes, I think, to hop in here. So get to your yeah. meeting. And we'll break it down even more on Monday. Hopefully, we'll know a little bit more.
yeah, we'll get a little more data on this, but we're feeling good. It's a good day to be an Orioles fan. Nothing but good vibes.